0: This economic crisis is like a cancer. 18 to 24 year olds, there's only 54% of us that are actually working right now. There will always be economic factors that we can't control. Even shelling out the big bucks for a brand name school doesn't guarantee anything in a recession. Warning that the economy is very weak. And that the U.S. may already be in a double dip recession. What I would say to everybody is, get prepared. Get ready! Are you ready? No doubt! What you are about to hear is the unauthorized. Oh wait, I'm not even allowed to say that. Uncensored. Oh! Blink! Unfair Edge with Jonah Jones. Surprise. A while back, I made a video on making your smartphone battery last longer for Android. I just showed one tip though, because that's all that the lady behind the counter at the phone store would show me. But since then, I've learned so many other tips to reduce power consumption on a smartphone. And there's 11 ways in total. Some of them have to do with internal factors like settings. And then some of them have to do with external factors like temperature. Using all of these in combination will definitely allow you to get the most out of your phone's battery. The first one is cut down on apps running in the background. This is the tip that uh, I made the video about. Any app that is running in the background is using power and draining electricity from the phone's battery. Were tricked a little bit when we close out an app thinking that it was shut down, but really it just took it off screen. The thing is still running, and as it's running, it could be scanning for signals, monitoring compass positions, pinging a server, and so many other things. Now, later models with Android operating systems have gotten better at closing these apps out by itself, noticing if they're not being used for an extended amount of time. But it's best to take full control of your smartphone battery to make it last longer. Some people use what's called an app killer. I don't personally recommend that because they use energy as well. And you also have to remember that when you flip the kill switch on an app, then restart it, you're starting over from scratch, which is like starting an engine cold. You use more energy when you do it. App killers remove the app from the device's random access memory, or RAM, so it's a cold start next time the app runs. There's a better way to do this. If you're not using a Samsung device, just hit the multitasking button and tick off the running apps that you want to stop running. There are a few makes that give you a kill all button that's somewhere along the bottom of the screen. When you're using a Samsung, which is what the majority of us are using, it's done a little different. With a Samsung device, just press and hold down the home button. For later devices like the Galaxy S5, hit the multitasking button where the menu button used to be. It brings up a list of apps running. You can also see a pie chart, and if you hit the pie chart, hit active applications. A new list will populate, showing you all of the apps running actively at that moment. You can put the ones you don't want running to a stop by hitting the end button on each of them. It will warn you that ending the process may cause errors, but they very rarely do. When it comes to the apps you always use, make sure you keep them updated because these updates are sometimes ones that include energy efficiency and reducing power consumption. The second thing is adjusting the synchronization. Your email apps and contacts are the ones that you probably have running continuously. Because they run all the time, they're slowly draining the battery. So readjusting how often they're syncing will help you tremendously. Go into your settings for each app and tweak how frequently the sync up with things like your email account or Facebook app occur. Do you really need it to be checking for new emails and notifications every 5 minutes? Are you really going to miss anything if you only check it every 30 minutes or so? I tell you, my productivity went up tremendously when I switched the syncing to just 1 hour. I only check my phone for new updates once an hour instead of 15 times an hour. So what you do is you hit Settings, then Accounts, then pick the account that you want to tweak. Let's say, for example, I want to switch up which Google services are synced up. Do you even use Google Plus on your phone? Of course not. So why bother syncing it? In doing this, you're practically scratching out a number of websites from tabs in a browser, reducing the load on the browser itself. The third way to make your smartphone battery last longer deals with the big energy suckers, the functions. These are things like the Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, and GPS. Quite often you'll be somewhere that doesn't have any Wi-Fi, or you won't be using your Bluetooth or GPS, so why leave them running? These functions, when running, constantly scan for receptors, like the Bluetooth earpiece or GPS satellites. It doesn't give up when the things aren't available. While it's obvious to you that they're not, your device doesn't know any better. So switch them off, because they're sucking up power fast. Shutting off the functions is pretty simple. Just swipe from the top of the screen, and then it shows you a drop-down menu displaying all the functions. The ones highlighted are the ones running. Just tap them and it turns them on and off. You'll make your smartphone battery last a whole lot longer by shutting these off when you don't use them. And in these settings, a lot of devices have a power saving mode. And what they do is they clamp down on all these functions when they're not being used. It prevents them from constantly scanning your surroundings for receptors and cell towers that it can connect to. You may have noticed if you've gone camping, the thing dies off faster than it does in the city when all these functions are left on. Because in the city it at least makes connections. Another culprit is location services. It may be using a combination of GPS and wireless networks to pinpoint your location. Most of the time, you won't need your apps to be aware of your location. Also, some conspiracy kooks out there don't want anyone to know where they are. But just go into your settings and hit More, or Personal. Then hit Location Services. From there, you can uncheck the Access My Location box. The fourth thing is one of the easiest ways to make your smartphone battery last longer. By decreasing the amount of color that the screen uses. Aside from programs and apps, the screen is what consumes the greatest amount of energy. But just lowering the brightness only adds minutes onto the battery life. A real good tip is to use a mere black colored wallpaper for your lock and main screen. Now bear in mind that this is only going to work on an AMOLED device, which stands for Active Matrix Organic Light Emitting Diode. But many Android devices have that specific screen. These screens light up different colors within pixels to create the impression of a certain color. The trick here is that black is the absence of colors, thus the screen doesn't light up any pixels. So the less light shown, the less power expended. So you download your black wallpaper screen, and just add it to a file folder in your phone, then go to Settings, My Device, Display, and then Wallpaper. From there, you can change the display for your home screen and lock screen to anything you want. So you just navigate to the folder where you save the black wallpaper and set it as the default. It's amazing how little light you need to see your screen. Similarly, you can reduce the amount of time your phone waits to power off the screen. It may be set to three minutes by default. Now, do you really need it to be that long? Why not just one? And don't forget about the flash from your camera app. That doesn't need to be on all the time, and when it is on all the time, it's draining the battery. Even if you're not using the camera app. Fifth thing has to do with vibration. The motor your phone uses to vibrate is another thing that sucks up a lot of power motor that runs on electricity is notorious for being bad at conserving power. There's lots of friction involved in it, and the heat it creates burn the battery down to the last drop. You should really only use the vibrations for when the phone has to be silent. Using it for all notifications is just a waste. Another big sucker is the vibration that's used for haptic feedback. This term refers to the little twitches your phone does when you touch a button or type a text message. Is that really necessary? Switching that off will definitely make your smartphone battery last longer. The sixth thing has to do with temperature, because temperature certainly does have an impact on the power cell. Our northern friends know that for sure. So the trick is to keep it from getting too hot or too cold. You see, when the battery is too hot, the battery begins to go through more than typical wear and tear, because the heat breaks things down. When molecules get hot, they expand and separate. It's like the inside of the battery is coming undone. When this occurs, it takes less and less of a charge. Then, when a battery is too cold, the internal electricity flow will be met with greater resistance. The capacity and runtime of the battery will be greatly decreased. The ideal temperature for them is room temperature, between 70 and 75 degrees. That will make your smartphone battery last longer, definitely. Seventh thing you could do is disable the animations. Something else that's largely unnecessary. They look pretty cool when you're navigating through your phone, but who are you trying to impress? Yourself? if you want to save some extra power here's what you have to do switch the developer options on by going to settings and then about phone or sometimes it will say about device then hit build number a few times to activate it but then again for some phones especially the more later models the developer options has its own on and off switch after that you'll go to settings and then developer options then go to window animation scale and switch it off Then go to Transition Animation Scale and switch it off. Then go to Animator Duration Scale and switch it off. Now all of your animations are off. In order to keep them off, you have to leave your developer options enabled, though. If it's disabled, the animations will switch back on. But bear in mind, this can create a few problems with certain apps that rely on animation. If you're not sure it's good to switch them off altogether, you could just decrease the delay to only 0.5 times. The last tip to make your smartphone battery last longer. You can do all of these tips, but there's still a limit as to how much juice your battery can hold. In order to make your smartphone battery last a lot longer, you've got to increase the tank that holds the juice. So you use a battery booster, and there are many of these devices out there. The coolest one to me is one that also serves as a cover. And This alone can triple the power supply and make your smartphone battery last as long as it possibly can. So all these tips used in conjunction will increase the battery life. At some point, every battery will fail, but the less stress and drain you put on them will delay that point much farther down the road. Just like how if you're easier on your car's brakes, the longer they will last. Now, people think that because a battery can be recharged, it can last forever, and that's just not the case. It has its own limited life, but it doesn't have to be a short one. This has been The Unfair Edge with Jonah Jones. See more at anunfairedge.com. This audio was made possible by ThemeForest. Web design is both an art and a science. The art is not so easy, and the science isn't very fun. Unless you're a complete dork like me that finds more fun in matching up variables in an algorithm than matchmaking itself. To me, that is matchmaking. But even I get annoyed when I run into design and programming problems with websites. So how do we get past the difficult parts of making a website without breaking the bank? Well, for that... There's theme for us. It doesn't matter at all what kind of website you're making. It can be WordPress, HTML, Joomla, Tumblr, Magento, Drupal, Concrete 5, Zencart, Shopify. Even if you just want the template files as Photoshop documents so you can further customize them, they have them. We're talking full-site templates and themes, customizable and responsive, that work on all browsers and devices, starting at $30 and never going higher than 99 bucks. You can't find a better deal anywhere else. They also offer services such as WordPress customization and installation from $50 and WordPress plugin development from $150. Check them out at unfairedge.com/forest